Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. It's going to be, I'm going to call this my food quarter. Yes, Organic Matters is a gardening show, but if you do a wonderful garden, you're not much of a cook. You're kind of not uh, taking advantage of what you've taken such a great effort to produce. It's going to be a little different today. I'm going to tell you uh, individual vegetables and things. I do that almost every week. But we're going to talk about a different cooking method. It's known as sous vide. S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. It's not that complicated. That happens to be a French word because they're the ones that really uh, kind of got it rolling. It just means under vacuum. But it's an innovative cooking technique that I'm telling you, I've been using it for, well, I guess, maybe six or eight years. The results are well worth the tiny learning curve. Very, very easy to learn to do. And we're going to talk about that. It was once just reserved for really high-end restaurants, and it's now becoming popular for home cooks or backyard cooks. If you're unfamiliar with the sous vide, it's kind of intimidating, the word as much as anything. Admittedly, the concept of cooking vacuum-sealed food in water sounds a little strange to regular cooks, but when done correctly, sous vide produces literally a perfectly cooked New York strip steak or salmon filet, or for that matter, you can do soft boiled eggs in this process. But what exactly is, I'll, I'll call it a magical appliance, although there's a bunch of options here. How does it work? We're going to take a look into that, and, and I'll even give you a little bit of a history, and then you make a decision. I can tell you, you'll get hooked on it. It, it is, once you learn, low, low maintenance, easy to do, many of the things you can cook, you can can go to work all day and when you come back it's perfect it's exactly what you wanted very little effort once you get the technique down sous vide is actually a low temperature cooking method where food is vacuum sealed and slowly cooked in a water bath i said before it's actually french and just means under vacuum sous vide uses a heated water to gently cook food so that it stays juicy and flavorful the water temperature is always well below what we would call simmering. It's usually anywhere from as low as 125 or so up to about 190, 195 degrees. Effectively, the temperature you choose actually for your sous vide machine will be the same temperature of the food when it's cooked. For something like a medium rare steak, this is really easy and very handy. Sous vide also gives food a uniform texture by cooking inside and outside all at exactly the same rate. A sous vide steak is medium rare all the way through instead of just being pink in the center and gray on the edges. This is a common problem with dry heating cook methods like pan searing and even grilling. The outside of the meat tends to cook before the inside resulting in well, basically uneven cooked food. The basic concept probably started way back in Europe where they would actually, you'll, you'll love this, they would save the stomachs and other parts of, of a cow or a pig, rewrap whatever piece of meat or food they want in it, put it in a hole in the ground, and control the temperature by hot rocks. Well, it's not quite that complicated anymore, folks. The sous vide, as we know, it originated in France originally in the early 70s. It appeared in the United States even a decade earlier than that, but was definitely not well-received at the time. Part of the problem was, and this is not really a problem they thought it was, the Food and Drug Administration raised concerns 
over the safety of sous vide. And the other big problem when it first came out is the equipment itself was really, really pretty expensive. That's long since changed. Then during the very, very early 2000s, maybe in the late 1999, 1998, somewhere in there, a couple of famous chefs, I'm bringing up their names, but um, they're French. Thomas Keller and especially French chef Daniel Bouloud helped bring sous vide into public awareness. In Keller's book, Under Pressure, Cooking with Sous Vide, his quote is, the degree of precision sous vide allows is extraordinary. From a practical standpoint, precision's goal is consistency, and consistency is probably the best single most important factor, especially if you're in a restaurant, but even if you just love to be a successful home cook. Over time now, sous vide has become the gold standard for cooking steak and other foods if you really want them perfectly consistent. Only recently have home cooks adopted the sous vide cooking method, maybe in the last five or six years, that's about when I started. But now, there's a real variety of super affordable models on the market. This once intimidating cooking method is now just pretty doggone simple to do. You're a somewhat dedicated home cook, probably own a vacuum packing sealing machine. They make it a lot easier, but you don't have to have one. As a matter of fact, Cook's Illustrator, which is a pretty good uh, cooking guide, says that the really good Ziploc bags, freezer bags, work just as well. You just have to do what we call an immersion method, where you push the bag down in with just the corner not sealed till all the air is out, and then seal it off. The other machine you're going to need, of course, is some sort of a sous vide machine. You can actually create your own for $25, but they're on the market now. The the immersion circulators have gotten really inexpensive from as low as $40 or $45 to about as much as you want to pay, really. But there even I have right now a Hamilton Beach that's a slow cooker that's also set just for sous vide, and it has become the simplest. You're going to have your meat already sealed when you're ready to get go in the morning or your potatoes or whatever. Turn it on, pardon the old term, set it and forget it. It doesn't wander more than a degree or two at a time and is, is probably the simplest of the methods. So by removing the air by one method or another, it helps to lock in the flavor but it also protects the fruit from getting soaked with any water other than, in most cases, I just let it cook in its own liquid. What's called the immersion circulator is actually usually a cylindrical kind of round tool that just sets on the edge of a container. They even make special containers for it. The, the tool's interesting. It's the heater, the thermometer, and the pump. It moves the water around, keeps the temperature totally constant, and really does a great job. So basically, first you seal your food with a vacuum sealer or you do what we call the immersion method. You add as much air as you can. Then get your circulator going, or in my case, the the cooker I already have that's a sous vide machine. Get it to your, whatever you want. I I like steaks really rare. I only cook mine about 123. Then, Then I'm done with it. I'll leave it there two or three hours. That's the other thing. You can do some. I do... For those of you that are a little more exotic, I do lingua, and I, I leave the lingua in for 24 hours. I'll put it in the evening before, leave it all night, leave it into the next day, and then in that second day is when I will take it out, slice it, clean it, if you know how to do, so, in my case, tongue, uh, lingua, and then I 
just skillet sear it. It's best best tongue you ever had. So whatever kind of unit you're using, you get your water in there, and it's never going to touch your food, so you don't have to worry about that. Fill it up. I let it sit an hour or two to get to the exact temperature I want. Then you lower that sealed bag, whatever way you sealed it, into the water. Here, I personally use what I call clothesline clips, you know, you'll we used to have, just to hold it to the side. Always try to make at least an effort to get all of it submerged, although it's not a killer, if you don't. You set your, whatever cooking method you're using, you can even do it on an induction cooker, which we're going to talk about maybe today, but certainly soon, to the temperature that you want. And there's all kinds of charts now, folks. Uh, Anova is one of the big companies, and I'm not promoting them over anybody else. But they've done tons of studies on exactly what would be a perfect pork lawn or a perfect New York strip. And you set to that degree, you, you're going to alter a little bit. I still think they're a little over, so I actually set mine down a degree or two more. And then you t- put the exact cook time you think you need, but bear in mind, again, it's got a broad range. They used to just say, go to your ready, but we have discovered that you can go too far, believe it or not, especially with a good piece of steak. A couple hours is fine, one hour minimum from when the time you put it in at the right temperature, but two or three hours is okay or four. But I've actually left them for gone somewhere and not got back, and, and they can over soften the meat. There's such a thing almost as too tender, so you got to be a little bit, a little bit more careful with that. Anyway, the cooking's just mostly what I call hands-off. Okay, so you can go do other tasks, go out and do what you want, kind of keep a mental idea of the hours, and come back when you're ready. One thing I learned that as, as a little hint that they don't always talk about, sous vide does not, even when it's perfectly cooked, produce that crispy outer texture, especially we like on things like our steaks, because it just never has a reason to get, get up to that temp. So if you're cooking a sous vide steak, for instance, when you get it, It'll come, it'll look perfectly cooked all the way through, but it won't necessarily have that. I use the word char, I'm not sure it's the right one. But all you do is I heat, I love cast iron, sear it in a pretty hot, really hot cast iron skillet, 30 seconds, 45 seconds aside, you've got that crispness you want. That's the end of your cooking. It's really neat to have it all sous vide. Then your company or you come, throw a skillet on there, and they've got their steaks ready and three to five minutes. I do want to take a second here to tell you that, that I have come up with what I think is of the list of very best foods that lend themselves to sous vide cooking in your home. It works wonders, for instance, for cuts of meat like filet mignon, pork tenderloin, always at the proper doneness every time. One thing they didn't teach us or get me when I did my little class was that it does tougher meats really better that are typically braised like beef brisket or short ribs you can leave them again overnight you can leave them till you get the tenderness you want and then turn right around and sear them or throw them on the grill for a few minutes if you if you like that particular textures on your meat and one of the things i thought was really fun and was accidentally successful that i've since seen recipe for is if you want the most perfect soft boiled or soft internal cooked eggs almost it's basically poaching an egg inside its shell, then I would put eggs, if you're an egg nut like I am, at the top of the list of one of the best things to, to put into your sous vide cooking machine. A few more foods on the list. Does great lobster, scallops, 
You can even do burgers in it. Nobody realized that until they did it. Great baked potatoes, great asparagus, beets, carrots. All that can be done. And many times you can have multiple bags in there and do them all at once. And then you take them in or out. Let's say your steak's only going to take two and a half hours. Well, you wait till the last two and a half hours you put in. But you've got baked potatoes that are going to take four hours. You have those already in and you just sort of use it as a perfectly temperatured water bath. And the last thing, yes, it is safe. It is very safe. There were warnings way back because you were doing food like my steak's only done at 123 or 4 degrees. Well, that's not going to kill the bacteria. Time and temperature is what kills bacteria. You can kill your bacteria at 167 degrees in 30 or 40 seconds. You can kill bacteria at 130 degrees, but it's going to take two hours or three to make it safe. Now, one other trick. If you're going to do steaks or pork and you're worried about it, put it in your freezer till it gets to frozen or almost frozen. It's, uh, the, the, the rumor is it's got to be down below 39 degrees till it's all that temperature within whatever you're cooking and then you don't have a bacteria problem. So anyway, more than you've ever wanted to know, I'm sure, about sous vide, but if you're really a, kind of an experimental cook, you got to give it a try. Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. <laughs>